Alright, play boys and play girls. Now that the hot boy, hot girl summer is over, and y'all know it's the, we're going into the fall, and y'all are going to need new backpacks for school, work, and yes, even the gym. So, our, we have partnered with Muslim Backpacks in order to give you guys a new backpack that can actually be styled into three ways. It can be carried as a regular backpack, a duffel, or even, guess what? You guessed it. A gym bag. And with our discount code, WRYH10, you can receive 10% off of your first purchase when you head over to Muzum, that's M-U-Z-M-M, backpacks.com, and make your first purchase. Once again, that's M-U-Z-M-M, backpacks.com. Let's know that Lonnie and Marla sent you. Now let's get into this. spirit today and it sounds something like this reunited and it feels so good Mm. yeah Mm. reunited and it's understood Mm. yeah well welcome to another installment of um an online shaming session um, that changed you all with the um, with the sense that's but so common anymore. Um, the morale that is missing from your shenanigans, from your Instagram to your Twitter to your Facebook, um, all of those things in between, if you know what I mean. Welcome to another installment of Who Raised You Hoes. I am back. And as you guys can hear, um, this week is a little special. I finally got my head out the books. Yes. And came back. I missed the hell out of y'all, though. Yes. I text Lonnie all the time. Be like, I miss being on the show. He's like, bitch, go do your homework. Yes. As you guys can hear, Aaliyah is here with me this week. Yes. Um, Marlon is not. Um, Marlon is celebrating his 37th, I mean 45th, I mean 59th birthday. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he, Listen. he out living his best life, you hear me? Listen, I literally got the schedule changed. I'm like, you, so you just wasn't going to tell me. <laughs> Happy birthday, Shakerfoot. I was like, fine, I will make arrangements. And Aaliyah has been wanting, yes. yearning for you guys. Yes. So I said, what? Why don't you come along and take a trip back down memory lane today? Uh, Remind me, today is going to be a it's going to be a show for me because um, if you guys pay attention to me on Instagram or even Twitter, I have had a long weekend from Friday night to last night. I went out twice this weekend, and your ass was out thotting and bopping. And I still got my show notes together. Yes, I did, Lord. 
Yes, I did. Is that a read? That was a read. I still got my ish together. Still tired and all. Still hungover from last night. Still all these um, different um, things. Um, and here mm-mm, I am. Mm-mm. Here no, I ma'am. Am. Here no, I ma'am. Am. Here I, am. I actually finished my paper last night so that way I didn't have anything to do today so I could be here. You know, and that, that, so, oh, these are things that are true. These are things that are true. You know I've been having papers due back like do back to back every fucking. Day. I before we even get into the regular format of the show, as a fanboy and a fan girl, I have to say something. I need to take a moment and congratulate Crystal and, and Kid Fury on yes. the on Fuse. I watched it this morning. Yo. Uh, <laughs> and the fact that they had my face, Jesus and Miro on the show, I, I cried. Them. I cried so bad. He's like, oh, these white people fucked up and gave us the show. When he knocked over that fucking lamp. It's like, oh, just fuck. Just, and then just that, that after we don't have that kind of money when he was. <laughs> <laughs> And the fact that LaKaylee 47 did the theme song. Yes! I was like, come on, LaKaylee! <laughs> I uh, I had a moment. It was definitely a good show. I The only critique I have for the show is I wish it was longer. Which I yes. understand why it's not longer right now. But Fuse doesn't really do long shows like that. With, yeah, and it's a half hour, and then when you also look at it, we're still getting the podcast. That's yes. not stopping. Now, I wanted to go to House Read, but I, as you can tell, I, my weekend has been consumed. How long are they going to be out there? Today's the last day. Damn. So, and they're selling merch and House Read. Because I was going to say, if they was going to be there next week, we could have met up. Because I know. it's a bitch last week in New York. Child, and she is excited. So, yes. let's get into the shenanigans. Um... That I love to dub, get your ass up, wipe and flush. Um, your legs I fell asleep and feel like the damn static when the TV go when you lose service on the TV. You know when you had the antenna and it feel like that in your legs because you've been scrolling too long. It's time for scroll on. Can I can I can I inter- interject a little bit? Go. I just this see this is why I stay off of social media before I watch Power. I, I saw a spoiler. So mad that I no, saw. No, don't, no, 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 no. Please don't say it. Don't say it. Please don't say it. Because oh, I saw a spoiler. I'm not sure if it's true, but niggas fucked it up for me today. And now I kind of want to fuck it up for you. And I should text Ed and fuck it up for him too. No, no. Um, I'm going to do it. First of all. No, 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 no. Lonnie. Lonnie. Uh, why did someone have to ruin it for me? I'm like, I didn't ruin anything for you. Someone ruined it for me on Twitter already. We can't ruin it for each other. I just, I'm just, I'm just gonna deny it. Aaliyah. I, I'm gonna deny it. it. I'm not, and I'm not listening to this. I'm not listening to this. Now, back to the show. I'm fucking over it. I'm over it. This is why I stayed my ass off of social media on Sunday. Because, of course, someone's gonna ruin that. I'm like, but okay, all right, fine. Um, now let's, I have to rush through the last bit of my homework just so I could watch this episode now. Yeah, it happened. I've missed a couple episodes of Power because if I think happened what I saw happen, I'm a rejoice in the name of the Lord. Yeah. I'm a be rejoice. I'm a I'm a rejoice. Yeah. Don't no. Mm-mm. Shut up. Okay, scroll on. So let's start with things that um, infuriate us first. 
I feel like that would be better. Sure. Um, to start off on a bad note, um, normally I like to try and highlight something positive, but unfortunately, as per usual, you niggas find ways to piss me off mm-hmm. to no end, mm-hmm. and it just and sometimes, some and times, you have to do these things. So that way you cannot ride on my move on. But actually, I am going to go from something that un- infuriates me first and then go into things that upset me. Um, a congratulation is actually in order to Tyler Perry. Um, Tyler Perry Studios is open to the public and down in the Atlanta. Now, this is a large Black-owned production and film studio. Yes. Down in the Atlanta. Um, I saw, of course, as per usual, you get one person on social media that has to be the eyeball of the whole situation. And it was also a big ha-ha after I saw that tweet. Um, someone said that, oh, that you took up all these acres of land, but yet you have a whole homeless problem down in Atlanta. Um, and it also came out when Tyler Perry sat down with Gail King that there will be certain acres of the land that is actually going to be designated for, um, I believe, is battered women and also homeless um, LGBTQ plus people on the actual compound. Now, the thing is, is like, why can't we ever just rejoice in something like this happening, let alone that it is completely black owned? There is no other entity in the film studio. But yet you, of course, as per usual, find something wrong. Or find something to complain about. But yet, and this is the thing that I would love to point out, while you're sitting here questioning how come he didn't um, allocate some of the land to the homeless, um, exactly what have you done for the homeless? Sometimes it doesn't take the person in power to do something for the homeless. You can do it too, whether it's serving the homeless, feeding them, actually working or actually volunteering hours into a homeless shelter. Yes, you can do something too. It does not take a large donation for you to sit here and critique what someone else is doing behind a keyboard on Wi-Fi, Mm. probably in some public fast food restaurant because you can't afford service. You need to shut. We all gonna be homeless in a minute too. So exactly. So you can shut the fuck up. Because it's getting to a point where niggas that's working full time jobs is gonna be living in their cars and shit because the rent's just too damn high. Too fucking high. I already I said it over the fucking weekend, bitch. You know your area has been gentrified. If you in trouble, if you see two two establishments. To know that your area is in the process of being gentrified. It's like two Starbucks. Tall stuff on. Yep. And what else? Whole Foods. If you see a Starbucks or a Whole Foods, bitch, your area is being gentrified <laughs> right before your eyes. They literally, and I sat there and I had this conversation with somebody and I was like, I remember, and you and I are from the same area. I remember, I don't know, where did you go to high school? I went to a private school in East Orange. You and I both. I went to a, the last co-ed Catholic high school in Newark. Mm-hmm. Before they closed down the year, I graduated because the year afterwards, no one registered to go back. Like, literally, they had less than 10 people registered to go back the next year. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, um, what ends up happening is I remember Board and Market in downtown Newark for the city. And the glory that it was back in the day. Honestly, 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 it's still it's yo. 
going down there as a fucking teenager, yo. Was that was a wretched fun. ass time. That you would go to that store that was like a little hole in the wall next to the chicken shack and get your little plastic <laughs> little necklace and shit. And your little name belt, the, the, the march, the, mar- the marchy name belts, yep. match, those hood, those hood, um, damn photo and shoes, and those airbrush shirts, you know. Oh my Yo. god! And there was a bookstore that was across the street from it. It was small too, but yeah, that's but you got all your hood novels. Yep. I know. I, 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 like, I used to I always get my hood novels. My mother hated them fucking novels. She was like, you know what? You're you out here doing crazy. You reading? Just go on, get job. And not to mention, you also this was also a place where you got your CDs and your DVDs, yes, the oils for five dollars. And when you wanted your when you wanted your sneakers, your your crisp Air Force ones, you went to Doctor J's. Yes. Or you actually, if you wanted the official shit, but you didn't want to go to the mall, so your ass went down in the blue jeans back when it was still there. Blue jeans or VIM. VIM was the shit. VIM for the win. Yo, VIM for the shit. VIM for the win. And it was the it was the store called Yes. Remember when you want to go get your thought clothes? Yes. Yeah. That. But now, but see, no, that that section, like that street, is still ratch. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. But you know, when you go down toward Nike or you go left or right from behind Prudential, that's when it's real. You know. It's real hood. It's real, um, yeah. But that Whole Foods being built there, I was like, oh, they done fucked up. The Whole Foods, they putting a Starbucks inside of North Penn Station, bitch. I'm like, it's a wrap. The crazy part is a lot of the establishments that were down there, you realize they moved up to where the Prince Street projects were. Mm-hmm. Like, bitch, that used to be nothing but abandoned, vast land, and they yep. turned it into nothing but businesses. And I... Yeah, because that's where a lot of my family used to live. The Prince Street projects. projects. Now, if they try to gentrify those damn housing developments across the street from Prince Street, bitch, I will cry. All that's going to wind up being Section Eight housing. It's basically because in that little plaza, it went from nothing to now across the street you had your Dollar Tree and you got Sonic. You know. Then across the street, that's where they put the little shop, right? Okay. Uh-huh. Then in this, in the same plaza with that, you got your Popeyes, your Joe uh, Soku Japan, your McDonald's, yep, all that, that all that, all and that. You know that. There's a black old male shop over there. I want to go there. And th- this we is need to go. And this is the crazy part, right? And this is the crazy part. We know this, and this is still in the areas being gentrified. And even Tyler Perry said in an interview that. He feels like he basically Hollywood does not respect him. Yeah, no, they don't. They don't. It's the truth of the matter. Hollywood does not respect him. And it shows, especially with this, because no major if you realize no major like networks like TMZ or E Tonight or whatever may have you, none of them really covered him open in the studio. And it was a mm-hmm. big ass weekend. He yeah, had I think because I saw it on the Jasmine brand that he had opened it. Mm-hmm. I saw the actual tour because if you follow Ava DuVernay on Instagram and her Insta story, she actually took a tour of the actual property nice. and showed it. It yeah, was I so nice. Yeah, because for the public now too. So I was like, that's, that's real nice. That's, that's real, real nice. Cool. So we go from something uplifting in my slight read to the trash. Um, and this weekend being black and unarmed and in your own home. Mm-hmm. Um, a Dallas woman was killed inside of inside of basically a home while visiting her nephew in Fort Worth. 
Now, of course, this would be Texas. Fucking motherfucking Texas, as per usual. Now, from what I gathered from the actual story that came out, um, the neighbor called the police because the door was left open. Um, the police arrive and they find her inside of the home and they shoot and they shoot to kill basically and she's now deceased. But the thing was they called for a health and welfare check. Now I wouldn't have a weapon drawn for a fucking health and welfare check. Mm-hmm. Because it shows no real threat. It there is no real threat unless you got somebody fucking running at you with a fucking knife or whatever. But there's no reason to have a weapon drawn during a health and welfare inspection. That's just that just blows my fucking mind. And the fact that you just I, I just I, I can't. I cannot. I it's, can't. it's like I don't like at first we just thought, you know, you could easily die in Florida. Like hands down, Florida. You just morals and standards and just human rights go out the window, but it's turning into Texas now. Yeah, anything goes in Florida. You already know that. Well, and to, speaking of Texas, that segues into the next thing that I wanted to touch. Um, Joshua Brown, the young man that actually testified in the Botham Jean trial, was shot and killed in his home. No, he was actually in the parking lot of the. Oh, he was, yeah, he was in, in the, the parking, parking lot. lot. He was home. Mm-hmm. And, and the only time I know considered to be home is if you completely pull away from the property. Um, but you said in his home. In so his home. He was not in his he home. Was he home. was in the parking lot. He was home. In his home he implies was home. that you are in the vicinity by shit. which you dwell. You, you just wanted to argue about it. So, he you was in the parking lot you of his place of residence. He wasn't in his home. Okay. I'll take Getting it. together. I'll take now, it. Yeah, but they shot that motherfucker in this parking lot. That yeah, shit. I, I, and then now, yeah. the, the cops come with some cockamadia ass story. I have never in the ever have heard in the history of all niggerdom for niggas to drive across a few states to buy some fucking weed. And not to mention, with a lot of the states beginning to legalize it, it's as simple as driving to a dispensary. Nigga. Or, like, it's it's just so easy that niggas is just fucking fucking advertising the shit on Instagram. Like, you could probably find it through a hashtag. But, never in the history of niggadom has niggas ever driven a couple of states for some fucking weed. Never. So now you want me to believe that two niggas came and shot this one nigga just spontaneously, just knows where he is to kill him. After he testifies. So come on, let's really be real. The cops is mad. They sent one of their hitters to go hit him up and that was that. that. But then the thing is, you shoot him in the mouth. That is definitely a, a fucking mob tactic because you are considered, you know, snitching or whatever. But like the cops got fucking cleaners, man. Like get the fuck out of here. We ain't gonna get into the fact that old girl, um, the judge from the actual trial, mm. <laughs> this heifer had the audacity, the gall, and nerve to go on to I forget the name of this woman's show 
it's not of importance right now. And um, she said that bullshit she, about, oh, if she was a black woman, I would have got. Yeah, but when, when when do you see black women murdering people in their own fucking house? You don't. That and the fact that they was giving this woman all this care, like gave her a Bible and all that bullshit, nigga. You wouldn't have done that for any other fucking convict that you that you just fucking sentenced. Everybody in the courtroom crying. Everybody in the club gets. And I was like, yo, and I and I felt for his sister because she was mad as fuck, and I was mad because I was watching the trial mm-hmm. when it was going on. And when them niggas said 10 years, I was like, yo, this bitch will be out in five. Exactly. On good behavior, might I add. It was just everything was wrong with it. I don't even want to go back down that memory lane. But then the story circulating around social media is that they were doing a ritual, which was why they, the bailiff was hugging her, the judge hugged her. And the brother Hunter, they were trying to get hair or some shit like that from her so they could do a spell on her. Interesting concept. If it's true, my God. Moving right along to the next thing. Um, to No justice to complete and utter flipping justice. Um, all five gang members that took the life of Junior, better know um, all, his government name is Lissandro Goals, um, excuse me, Guzman Feliz received life sentences. Now, but you know the only reason why they got life sentences, right? The way they fucking killed him. Nope. What? Talk, talk about it. White niggas kill people in the street like fucking dogs, and they get a slap on the fucking wrist. Mm-hmm. Anybody that's you know off the white spectrum. Mm. Gets actually actually gets punished. That's the thing. The, that's the uh, I bet you if it was some white motherfuckers that did that. Oh, you're just a product of your society. It's just so sad. We just can't send you away for that long. We'll give you ten years. You know, there's lessons to be said here because that was actually very accurate. But in the same sense, when you really look back at number one, there was actual footage of this shit. Yes, place. and I and I understand that. Yes, they should have gotten like, and I am so glad that they did. They were even throwing a fucking game signs as they were receiving their sentences, bitch. And that's why I was like, I can't be that little to some bullshit like that. That's like, see, and that's just so different from Takashi Six Nine, who's sitting here crying and begging for. Uh, and then, no, you know they said see. you know they said he could be out as early as next month. I'm just gonna say it. Well, he's dead, so it doesn't matter. Anyway, basically, um, you know, you got niggas like him. Like, okay, you can't be doing all this gang bullshit and not expect gang shit to happen to you. Mm. So these dudes, I fully expected them to get life. Fully expected it, but. That's a shame when we know that people of color will actually get punished. Then it's become such a thing that even with Amber Geiger, I knew she was going to walk somehow knew she was going to walk. But then because she petitioned to have her sentence done by the jury and not the judge, the judge will made the fucking difference. The judge will let her off. I doubt that because it, when you see if you go back to the footage and you see when they said that we'll give her 10 years, the judge's face changed. She was pissed. 
physically pissed. And she definitely would have gave her more. And I think that they knew that she was going to have a black judge. So that's why they made her petition to have her sentence done by the jury instead of the fucking judge, because the judge probably would have gave her 28 years. As we segue into the next thing I want to talk about, speaking of courts, um, Evelyn Lozada files for a restraining order on cast member of Basketball Wise OG and gets denied. <sighs> now, there was a, there's a lot that should that could be said about this whole situation mm. um, with basketball wise right now. Come on. Because this is literally it is their karma because this has been going on in that show for years. If you really look back at it, this is not a new narrative. Royce Reed was trying to tell y'all about this shit years ago. Fucking Jennifer Williams was trying to tell y'all about this favoritism bullshit years a fucking go. Even when they turned on her and still turned on her. And even Tammy has spoken out on this favoritism bullshit. Favoritism bullshit. Now, basically, Evelyn has filed not only just a lawsuit against OG for defamation, she's also tried to file the restraining order, which it eventually got denied. Now, this all spins after basically a proud, dark-skinned woman comes onto the show and basically lets them all ha- lets Evelyn have it. Now, the thing that I find ironic about this whole situation, before I even get into my rant, they filmed the reunion and it was already specified that they wanted OG to film separately from the rest of the cast due to safety concerns. Now, OG, because it came out via the shade room, the, uh, they showed the actual clip from the reunion. OG said, basically, I feel as if people that jump across tables and throw wine bottles just have to sit separately, but I have done none of that. I've earned my seat on the couch. And she's saying that they came out and said Tammy was the one request, like basically had requested to film separately. And Tammy retaliated on Twitter and said basically that that's a lie. And also, Tammy didn't even re- attend the reunion. Because Tammy don't attend shit no more. She pop her head and it be like, all right, I'm out. And, and see, this season of Basketball Wives made me want to stop watching it completely. And because the way that they treated OG. <sighs> email, continue. <laughs> Silence it. It is silence. That's why it's vibrating. No, it's not. Vibration is not silence. Can you just finish in your rant? Because I was really interrupted by your phone blowing up right now. Oh, girl. Knock it. Anyway. Anyway. I'm joking. Back to the, But what I was saying is, it resonated with me as a dark-skinned woman because of how she was treated. And more so because when you have just just as a black woman period when you have a strong black woman who knows who she is knows what she wants knows everything about herself and is comfortable in being her mm-hmm. that's threatening to women who don't know who they are what they want and are not comfortable within themselves that's intimidating now when you have a dark skinned woman that has all of that and you know 
I was watching a video by Funky Dineva and he even said, you know, when you have somebody who comes into a group like that, where they not kissing your ass, they don't even give a shit about being in your friendship crew. Mm-hmm. He was like, she shed a lot of light on the bullshit and y'all wasn't having it. So guess what y'all do? Y'all label her aggressive. Y'all, you know, say that she's, you know, that she's dangerous. When quiet as it's kept, it's like, okay, you pick up bottles full of wine mm-hmm. and you throw them at people's heads. You I jump over tables. That. You ran behind somebody with a fucking bamboo stick. And that shit, that shit made me so mad. It was fucking cowardly. How you gonna run up behind somebody to try to fucking hit them? And then when you get your ass flung in the bush like a piece of fucking shit, you want to get mad. And, it, and I hollered when she fell in them fucking bushes. Cause that was good for her fucking ass. You don't run up on nobody like that. The fuck out of here. Of all the years that I have watched basketball wise, I think I haven't even watched the season, but I'm just appalled with what I'm hearing. Because to be really honest, this shit has been going on for years. From me from I've named quite a few, but I can continue. Gloria was the first person to let them know that she wasn't with any of the fuck shit, let alone directly to Shawnee's face in front mm-hmm. of her. Oh, why didn't you? Why don't you tell us about that? She said, "I don't even like you, so why would I tell you my business?" I cried when someone dug that up for basketball wise. You had Mika, you had Gloria, you had um, Royce, you had so many women that feel the same exact way about the show, and it's bias. It is so biased. And it's like, you know what, especially after this season, if you continue to watch, that is on your own accord. But I also read somewhere that a lot of sponsors are Are backing out of it. it. And see, and that and that's good because that's the that's a whole trope that I hate, especially as a dark skinned woman. We cannot show fucking negative emotion. We can't be angry. We can't be sad because we're we're always labeled and seen as more masculine, more aggressive, because we're we're showing these the, these emotions and we're human just like anybody else now all of a sudden when OG's talking about how she's going to defend herself and because she's defending herself she's fucking angry she never put her hands on nobody in the fucking cast but yet OG you're aggressive you come off too harsh you do this you do that but yet all of y'all have at least put your hands on somebody in the, in the cast so far Everybody. Evelyn, there is footage of you acting a plumdy fool. The winery, that table that she jumped over to try and hit Jennifer. Yes. You acting like, a plumdy fucking have fool. Receipts. And like literally the show is receipts of how many times Evelyn has gotten overly aggressive. Not to mention, no one understands she never pulled any of this bullshit with Tammy. Because Tammy? If Tammy is able to fight Evelyn, she would beat her for old and new. She never. And the part that really kills me, and I think someone had brought it up, they said, look at this this one sitting here getting on, trying to come down on her for basically talking to Chad while they were um, while they were together. Meanwhile, you were sitting here, the side chick calling the wife a non-motherfucking factor on camera. And then not even that. The fact that when she was arguing with OG, when she was like, yo, I fucking holler and I clap because I love OG. She was like, I'm your favorite athlete's favorite athlete. It's like, oh, bitch. But then here's fucking Evelyn 
And see, you can tell that when OG had the text messages, she cracked Evelyn's face hard as shit because then she shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. She was real quiet after that. And then it was like, oh, I got this pussy and that, that, that. You have nothing to, that, and that shows you have nothing to offer but your fucking pussy. Not to fucking mention, every man that you've been with on the show has left you. You. Hello. They've all left you. Like, even with Chad, like, you tossed Chad his career. Like, even though I don't condone domestic violence, and no, I'm not saying he's victim shaming her. You lied on Chad. The whole incident, the whole incident cost him his career. But then, so, you claiming. I ain't even gonna say that because that's gonna sound terrible. You on the show talking about I'm a victim of domestic violence. I'm a victim. 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 Wine, wine, wine. I'm a victim. But you feel so comfortable going back to your abuser to gossip and get some tea about another bitch. And I and I don't condone fucking sexual assault, fucking domestic violence, none of that shit. But People cut off their fucking abusers. Dude. But you're so mad that Chad liked a woman that is darker than you and more authentically black than you. You have rel- you have you have brought her down in status to call her ugly. You called her a monkey. You called her Toji. This bit, but see the thing is. At the end of the day, if it came down to Evelyn and fucking OG, I would pick OG hands down. She's fucking beautiful. The wigs on the on the show is a, there's another another story, but she got that basketball no lives money now, so she got that she no, got that you know, and them fucking long ass eyelashes. Oh god, them shits look like fingers. But I promise you, you were so upset, and that's the thing with Latina women too; they can't stand. When black men pick us over them, I'm supposed to be prettier. My hair is loose and curly. She got a, she got nappy hair. She like a monkey. She ugly. She black. Yeah, because you align yourself with white people and you are so much closer to whiteness that it offends you when someone does not choose you over someone else. And that's what she was so fucking mad about. And that made me fucking laugh because Evelyn got her shit checked. She got her wig snatched, edges and all. And you were so upset about that. And it's like you have nothing to offer but pussy. This one, like, OG has her own career, her own money, strong as shit, knows, knows herself, carries herself well. And you're mad about that. So. I ain't at, watching that shit no more. <laughs> so. In the, in, also in light of karma. I don't know how true this story is. To be really honest with you. Even though I am still cracking up over this shit. To be really honest with you. I find it hilarious as fuck. Um, what you guys are hearing is a little ASMR. Here you go. Mm, take that sip. Take that sip. Mm, let it fill you. Take that sip. That would drive me nuts. 
my misophonia is just it's a little mm. it's a little revenge tea so Kaya woo <laughs> is my wine shut off <laughs> <laughs> is my wine shut off oh my god I've been loving with the dudes of such and such <laughs> sis apparently got her her van repo. <laughs> that thug misses van. Damn. Oh my god. <laughs> you ain't got no funds coming in, sus. You pop so much shit about my good good sis Maddie. And <laughs> Karma has been coming to pay you a delightful visit. Mm, and mm. I have been cackling ever since because apparently your car got repo. Uh, that, that, I find that just hilarious. I don't that even have was, nothing to add to it. That was just funny. Yeah, that was. I was like, oh, okay, bitch. Uh, so, um, let's see. Any mini minor, any mini mini mo. So, um, <laughs> the city girls are up by a thousand points at this time. Um, J on October eighth, JT has was released from prison. Okay, and beat Rex is about to come out. No, 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 no. Actually, JT's the one that can rap on beat. Young Miami's the one that's about to do any day now. Yeah. So you gotta keep that in mind. JT actually can follow the beat. Um, she released a song on the day that she came out, which was called JT's First Day Out, uh, where she basically jumped on the beat literally the day she was released from prison. And had quite some things to get off her chest that she was holding in while incarcerated. And the very last thing that I enjoyed was when Sis spoke about people thinking Young Miami was pregnant by P of Quality Control, who was one of the CEOs of Quality Control. Um, it, it just it, it did something to my spirit. I love songs with a message and. JT delivered it and I just I'm glad they said that Miami is due any day now because that means by the time she pushes that baby out by next spring it's gonna be a it's gonna be a problem. Mm. City Girls is gonna be up a thousand and ten points. Um once they finally get this new material out because I have a feeling they might record now, especially with JT being out. Um and you just it really made you think. It was like, yo, she really got locked up when in my feelings first came out. She turned herself into prison. Literally. So, congratulations, girl. Welcome home, period. 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 We're going to leave all these things dead, bro. Period. <sighs> okay, so Drake's dad went on to an interview um, mm. and specified that in claim that Drake was um, lying to have a successful music career about their relationship. Oh, girl. Now, and he said, apparently, Drake also admitted this, that it was just to sell records. Dennis. Dennis. Um, can we talk? Because last time I checked, it's just been pr- fully evident that you have not been around. Huh. You just give me absentee father tease. Mm. You just show it and it's disgusting. 
that all of a sudden, oh, if we didn't speak every day, we spoke every other day. Only absentee fathers need to prove how much contact they had with their child. Exactly. Now, Drake went along the lines of saying that basically if any, my father will speak to anybody that's willing to give him a platform. And it wasn't shade if it's true. Because a lot of celebrity parents... Do anything for clout. Do anything for clout. Like, it's the truth of the matter. Like, why do you feel the need to go and speak about this? Let alone, you already know, you can kiss your monthly allowance goodbye at this point. Because, or you're just going to be suspended for a month. Because... Uh-uh. <laughs> well, the girls are talking that he got in the studio and made a diss track about Drake. Which kills me because it's like, you have a whole grandson. You want to do this and jeopardize your relationship with your grandson. You have a whole grandson that you probably, after this, you're not going to be able to see because it's going to be awkward for you to be around your son. Or it costs you nothing to just shut the fuck up and sit in the background and just fucking receive a check. I mean, you already, you've been asked the majority of his life. Why stop now? But- Yeah, it's enough about that. <laughs> so, Ooh, um, speaking of clout, wait, 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 wait. Because I know how long two, about two of these things are going to take us. So I want to jump over them because I have things. I'm not saying it yet. Because <laughs> I have things to say about that. So. We're going to start with Offset gives Cardi a new ring. Yay. Um, he must have cheated again. I mean, if he did, that's his business, you know. Um, but that ring was fucking beautiful. That's why I was like, yo, he, that's why I told him in five years, my ring got to be. Listen, at the end of the day, Jay even said it in a song. When, um, when, um, when Jay had broke the fidelity in his marriage with Beyonce, she said he fucked up the Bruce, then, um, the first set, so we had to go fuck around and get remarried. Yeah, they did have another. That was, that and was, he gave her another ring. Listen, I mean, if you this only tradition, if you break the if you break the relationship with infidelity, let alone the marriage, you're supposed to replace the ring because it basically shows it's a new promise. So, I mean, congratulations, girl. It was long overdue. Um, skipping. So, DMX finally checks himself into rehab. This came out this morning. It came out via his people um, on his Instagram and he checked himself in. Um, if you guys remember that cringeworthy episode of Ayala, um, Ayama Fixed My Life, you would understand why he checked himself into rehab. Um, we love DMX, but he has a lot of demons, a lot of things he needs to work through. And my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back to what you were saying. He has a lot of demons and things to work through. Like that. Mm. Like that. Mm. So, um, best to him and his family. Um, hopefully, his sobri- he learns to start taking sobriety really more seriously. Especially, you know, he had got them checks after the DMX challenge came out where everybody decided they wanted to make those videos with different ways. Yes, but then the thing is, wasn't he engaged? Because his fiance was on Black Ink Crew. But apparently, I heard that that went to shit. I don't know. I don't even know if he's still engaged or not, but. He don't, he's the type of man that don't need... I'm sorry, there are certain men in our, um, on this earth that need not ever, ever, ever be married. DMX is at the top of the list. Moving on. Mm-hmm. 
Because the way he did his wife is still deplorable. What do you mean how he did her? He was, do you know how many affairs DMX had behind his wife's back? I don't know. I don't pay attention to that shit. Child, he, listen. I got my own problems. He may have a ring. He may have a ring. He may have had a ring at the time, but that thing was what was was literally around everybody mm-hmm. but his wife. He had community dick. Still does. That's why I'm like, why the fuck is he even trying to marry again? Mm-mm. So, U.S. Customs, this is a funny one, seizes 14,806 pairs of fake Nike shoes. They arrived into the U.S., in, a, in containers marked as napkins. So somebody, a whole bunch of people just ordered some sneakers off Wish and they came in. But fake. Like... Nigga, mm, what the fuck do you think Wish is? Fake as fuck. Just fake shit. That you wait fucking I mean, I personally don't order off Wish. But ain't Amazon time, for me. And I never do that shit again. Oh, you learned your lesson, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm. I ordered a coat from there that I saw... And I checked the size and made sure everything was good. Nigga, I couldn't even get my fucking finger in that damn coat. That shit was so damn small. I gave that shit to my niece because I couldn't I couldn't even put it on. And I was so mad because it was winter and it was cold. That meant I had to wait till the weekend because, of course, I was working in New York at the time. I had to wait till the weekend to get me a coat because I fucked up on Wish. So, yeah, no, I'm not. I, mm-mm. <laughs> So, the last two things that we have on here actually tie together. Um, <laughs> oh, I think I know what you're talking about now. So, um, Kim Kardashian went on um, E! Untold Stories and spoke about the Paris robbery that she had, a few, um, like, I want to say about a year, two years, um, probably two, three years ago, when she had the, um, the robbery where they robbed her of all of her jewelry, including her wedding ring that she was showing off that Kanye had just bought her. Now, the one thing that I'm glad this thing taught her was less is more because you not and not in the sense of clothing. I'm talking about jewelry. First of all, yes, you and your husband are very well off um, when it comes to finances, but that does not mean that you don't have people watching. First of all, security got fucking fired. Can we start there? Yeah. My security got fucking fired. You allowed motherfuckers to go past you, come up the steps to where I'm sleeping. They tie me up, my hands, my mouth, and everything, and rob me of any and everything that I have. Probably just kept that was an inside job, but I'll, yeah, I'll shut up. No, it was, because I think they said it was linked to her old security guard. Yeah, that was a fucking inside job. You're you're flaunting all of these things and expect, like, this is why, if you ever notice, a lot of celebrities don't wear a lot of stuff out. And not to get their shit snatched. Not to mention, even when it comes to, like, let's say credit cards or anything like that, it's always someone else on the team that has that stuff. It's never them. Like, literally, you can run into your fade, nine times out of ten, your fade does not have a wallet. Your faith does not have a credit card. They don't even have their ID. It goes to someone else. It's like, here, hold that. <laughs> Thanks. Hmm. Like, I'm not doing that. Ugh, but I have a rant. And this rant is gonna not going to be good for y'all. Um, please hold. And you know what's funny? She got on fucking Instagram crying and all that bullshit. I got fucking robbed. 
Bitch, you got robbed and you still good, my nigga. You take $10 out of my wallet, I'm fucked up till payday, nigga. Like, fuck out of here. So, I'm about your fucking problems, nigga. They robbed me, you took my jewelry, wait, bitch. I can't wait. even afford jewelry, bitch. Wait, wait, wait. Because you're about to get mad for real. You still my last $10. Girl, 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 focus. Bullshit. So... Kanye West holds his Sunday service yesterday. That's a fucking cult. At Howard University. The students claim that they didn't get, they got notification that Kanye was coming via email six o'clock that morning. That Who the fuck checks their email at six o'clock? Obviously they did, because the masses came out. Not to mention, um, Ter- they said Terrence J was of course there. Um, Sway Lee. And a bunch of, I think, other people. Because it was a well. surprise thing, right? That's what I was reading. Surprise. It was a complete surprise. They that did not know this fucking cult. Now, <clears throat> I'm not done. Kanye, I think last week, and I forgot to touch on this, had an actual Sunday service in Salt Lake City, Utah, of all places. Um, and he specified one um, that people got on him. I'm good. People got on him a boot. Um, <laughs> really? Support. Your Minnesota ex boots. A boot. Um, had basically thrown his support to the Republican Party. He specified um, the Republican Party were the ones that freed the slaves. Um, and he said to tell someone how they basically to tell to try and alter someone's way of thinking when it comes to politics is another form of mental slavery. Um, he also went, I believe, also to spew the same rhetoric at Howard University. Um, Mr. West, um, and I say that loosely, I'm sorry, your name is not Mr. West anymore. It's Mr. West Kardashian. Can we talk? Uh, um, first and foremost, yes. you her wife. You didn't marry. You didn't marry. You didn't, you didn't marry her. She married you, nigga. We just had mental health, um, mental health day, National Mental Health Day. Um, maybe you need to revisit your therapist because obviously facts are escaping you, and this is where I have gotten to the point where I need to re-educate you on said facts. Yes, the Republicans may have freed us, but the Republicans has also kept us in chains at the words. Do you not understand what I'm saying to you? Hmm. Why is it that any time that you see any progress for middle or lower class people is when a Democrat is in office? You're sitting here throwing the same support behind the same man that has had people of color ejected from his cabinet in the most disrespectful and disregarded ways. Hmm. Tossed to the side like a fucking seashell, bitch. Hello. Let us have this real motherfucking conversation. You motherfuckers may have forgot, but I didn't. So allow me to reiterate what needs to be said. Come on. Y'all are sitting here forgiving this man. Come on, pastor. Forgiving this man for what the fuck he said. He says slavery is a choice. And I want y'all to pick up what I, the fuck I'm about to put down on this shit. He said slavery was a choice. But the part that really gets me and infuriates me is gospel music came into our existence as a people during slavery. slavery. 
So how the fuck can you sit here and say that slavery is a choice? So you mean to tell me that people sat here and worked damn near 24 hour days to pick fucking cotton and beaten if they didn't comply to their masters, go through rape, have to sit here and actually give birth to their master's child and, and keep it a have secret. their kids use this fucking allergy to beat. But I'm going to touch on something. Because see, the point of Negro spirituals and gospel music was not only to keep the morale up of the slaves during during the time, because it was a fucking stressful and crazy fucking time. What? Now, it also provided directions to get through the Underground Railroad and where to go. It was even so, like, yo, we are such a fucking innovative people. Like, just where the word cornrows comes from and how they, how mothers actually braided rice into their daughters' hairs. So that way, when they were escaping, they had food. All you had to do was take your braids out. Bam, rice. Like, slavery, and, and see, the thing is, in context of what he said, he said slavery, isn't, it was a choice because we all could have rose up and fucking took over. How, Sway? How? What, you, did you not understand that we were, t- that we were taken from Africa and slave and, ships? And, and the fact that rising up in that way was so fucking risky, that's why you don't hear of many rebellions. There are only very few. You sat here and said that slavery was a fucking choice. And then the same people that claimed you were canceled are the same people rejoicing that you were taking secular music and turning it into gospel. And, and all he's doing all is again. taking fucking shit that's already been recorded and just fucking changing it into some fucking religious bullshit. And that's, and that's just... It's a fucking cult. It is a cult. It's a cult. And then the half of y'all sitting here, y'all so happy, but y'all yet forget the fact that this man... Has literally disrespected your ancestors. He disrespected his his own ancestors. His mother, yo, telling you, if his mother was here, she'd have slapped shit out of him. But he sacrificed her. Hashtag Illuminati. Get that. But um, he sacrificed her. It it was a wrap. I just, I really believe that we cannot be sheep like this. We really can't. Y'all are allowing this man to basically get away with fucking murder, but let this have been someone that is not of color doing the same fucking bullshit. They would be completely and utterly done for. This for the same people that love cancel culture and love streaming that someone is canceled, the same person that y'all disregarded that y'all picking back up and praising him as if he's some type of Gandhi. But it's the same person that's spewing hate and endorsing a president that no one fucking knows. And it's so crazy because even with me and Ed, when a nigga is canceled or do some bullshit, we stop that shit completely. We have not watched football. Ever. We don't listen to Kanye. We don't listen to fucking 6 9 Who else is fucking canceled? Won't listen to fucking... First of all, that's a whole nother topic for him. We don't we don't listen to anybody that's fucking canceled because we like, yo, what the fuck? Like what what do we look like giving this nigga some views or you know, putting money in this motherfucker pocket? We ain't for us. This man is not for us, he is for himself and is completely showing up. And his that's the problem with black capitalists. Let me touch on Jay-Z and his fucking NFL bullshit. This motherfucker is a fucking sellout. I don't give a fuck what you fucking say. 
People think that, oh, he's going to help the community. Bullshit. He ain't doing shit for the community. Don't give a fuck about that. Because if he did, he'd have gave fucking Colin that fucking job. This is the thing. You have to understand, with, especially with the whole thing with Jay-Z, that's controversial. First and foremost, there's one point to Jay-Z that I need to say out loud and I need everyone to understand. When he said it has to be, there comes a point where it has to be more than kneeling, that was a fact. At some point, we have to understand, yes, we have to go places that are conflicted for our people in order to make change. That's bullshit. It's the truth. How else, do, how else do you think? And I want you to really think about this before you say anything else. How else do you expect change if you're not willing to be a part of the people sacrificing to make change? Yes, I don't completely agree with what he's doing. But in the same sense, when he explained it, it makes sense. Yes, he explained it. But you don't see it's very well known the agenda of these fucking white men that got him caught high high and kicking and giving money. This nigga got no. I'm, I'm mm. this nigga got money from them because this has been going on longer than what we thought. They gave him money, and they was like, "All right, cool. We gonna call you up. We gave you this money. Now here's what you're gonna do." So he's fucking. He's a fucking puppet because the thing is, in institutions like the NFL, you're not changing these old niggas' minds about niggas. And I'll you're not whole- changing their mind. And you fucking being the music head of some bullshit, it's not gonna work for you. You are a fucking peon in that fucking system. I don't think that's. I don't think he's is gonna last long. Um, to be really it, it's really not because they're only using him to bring back the viewership that they lost because of this bullshit. He's a fucking puppet. And that's the thing. You sold out your own people to be a puppet for the NFL because music don't really mean shit for the NFL, but once a year for yes. the Super Bowl. Yep, yeah, no, lies. Because when, after everything that happened, they remember they had Rihanna had them pull on uh, Run This Town. After everything that happened, especially with Colin it, with Kaplan it, because her voice, they used the chorus of Run This Town, mm-hmm. she called and had it pulled. <clears throat> yes. But now, and the crazy part is another person that used their artistic, their um, intellectual property to pull some shit is Prince's um, estate. Because for some odd reason, President Orange, Agent Orange, Toupe and Toupe and a wig. Played he Purple fu- Rain at he, one of his he, fucking. He no, that's like the second time that he's I done know. it. And the estate actually wrote his lawyer asking them to cease and assist with using his music at his rallies. And that's the thing. Something as small as music is not changing anyone's fucking mind. It's not promoting the change that we actually fucking need. You can fucking sing a song all you want to. We are the world and what's going on and all that happy fucking kumbaya bullshit. But it's not changing anything. Like when 9-11 happened. Everybody fucking hated Muslims. Me and my mother were actually attacked while we were walking home from the mosque one day because people hated fucking Muslims. It ain't had shit to do with me. These niggas was mad at white people. But don't nobody give a shit about that. And you had that so that song come out. You had people redo what's what's going on by Marvin Gaye. Didn't change shit. So Jay-Z being a part of this whole thing and fucking Kanye doing this whole fucking gospel bullshit is all a fucking distraction to what we really need to fucking do. 
Yes, I do agree it's beyond kneeling. However, when you keep doing coon shit, you're not changing anything. All you're doing is just tap dancing for the next motherfucker that'll give you some money. On that note, we're going to take a quick recess. Angry black woman ran. And come back. OG shit. You know what? (laughs) Yeah, I had to go refill that good old cup. But while we're here, thank you so much for your continued support for the actual podcast. I really do appreciate it. Um, Please continue to like, which means you actually like what you heard. Rate. It helps us get us up with the rankings, especially with Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, which means you download. You don't miss an episode and share it with your friends. Would you like to keep in contact with actual conversation going on even after the podcast is released? And yes, I do check my social media handles on the regular. For Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, it is WRYH Podcast. Once again, it is WRYH Podcast. I'm also looking to collaborate with other podcasters. Would you like to be on this show? Would you want me on yours? Fine. Email me at wryhpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, it is wryhpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, thank you for your continued support. And let's get back to the show. I'm pretty sure my cup is full by now. It's back on her bullshit. What's up? I'm not doing this with you today. It is, it is a glorious Sunday. You are just determined to be ratchet. I mean, I'm not trying to be ratchet. I just, ooh, my blood pressure get high when when we fucking talk about coon shit. But we're back, and it's time for um, what is this? The thread. Yes. So I tagged Aaliyah this week in a video, and it comes from Black Ink Crew on VH1. Um, Donna basically reveals that she has Alex on a two-year minimum to propose. Now, basically, I've seen women put men on these timelines a lot of times, and also I have seen it also work against them. Meaning, I see even after they get married, there's a such thing called divorce, and it is at a rapid rate in this country. So... Especially as an engaged woman over here flashing this rock. I ain't flashing a rock. My name is just a... <laughs> look, look, look. You see how she just got comfortable with that response? I mean, I'm, y'all, but it's so funny. Everybody's always like, oh, how's wedding planning going? Nigga, it ain't going at all. Like, I keep forgetting I'm getting married. Shit. <laughs> this is, I'm just so busy. And I'm like, shit, in a couple of, like, in a couple of weeks, we'll be a year out from actually being married. But then, of course... The wedding wedding is not until the year after, but I was like, shit, bachelorette party and all that shit. Anyway, we'll, we'll talk so, about that offline. So, my question this is... This is going to get hot in that goddamn onesie. Listen, I need to sweat out some listen, of this alcohol, so it's been a weekend. You need to drink some goddamn coconut water. Shit, that the looking like ain't kind of... This shit's nasty as fuck. Tried it. But see, the thing is, the lemonade, the lemonade one... It actually tastes really good because I don't like plain coconut water either because the shit tastes like spit. But the lemonade one is actually not very, it's not bad at all. <laughs> and it's always better when it's cold. Get the hell off your phone. I, don't I know, know damn well you are not lying. About what ex- you just got. First of all, don't tell my life. Secondly, and most importantly, let's get back to the topic. Do you feel that? This should be a requirement 
when you when you propose to a person in a relationship. Think about it that. It depends on what was established when you met the person. Like with me and Ed, when we met, you know, I told him from from the rip, look, I'm not in a playing no fucking games. Like I'm dating to get married eventually. That you know, it could come at its time. I said, I'm giving Side- it at least three years. Sidebar, sidebar. I got to stop her. Sidebar. If y'all knew how much this woman obsessed when he was actually going to pop the question, then y'all would understand how elated I was when he actually did. He did it at the most unexpected time because Aaliyah thought, and I'm going to tell the story, I don't care if you get mad. I don't care if you bite your lip right now. I don't care. Aaliyah thought that he was going to propose to her at her, while she was down in Atlanta visiting her mom. That didn't happen. <laughs> no, no, no. And I want you to play this for Ed. That did not happen. Ed decided to wait until her birthday celebration to propose to her. And she was completely caught off guard. Why? Because Aaliyah just was like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. I don't care. Fuck it. Aaliyah. It's not that deep. No. Because he should have been X already. <laughs> I'm like, Aaliyah, you cannot tell this man what to propose to you. Honestly, he right. I'm admitting he right. Because she, Lord knows. That woman. But the thing was, I found I, I let me keep it straight. I found the ring. I but see, the thing is, I didn't see the ring because I wanted to be surprised. I found the box because he's a fucking no, 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 tell, 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 no, tell the truth and shame the devil. I'm gonna tell That's the truth, doing, but you, but you cut me off though. So I, okay, I'm gonna let you I'm finish. To be sure, go ahead, go okay, ahead, okay. and you're white woman in me right now. Oh, so how dare you? I saw, I saw the box because I had went in the second bedroom. To look for something I had put in there in a box. Because I had, I think I had to send my mother something. So I went to look for it in the box and I had knocked something over to the left and it fell and I saw the, I saw it like opened on the floor and I, the ring box popped out and I was like, oh shit. So at that point he started walking in and you know how, how far it is from my door to that second bedroom. So he started crossing into the living room and I knew he was close. So I tried to hurry up and fucking stuff it back in the thing and put it back. And he came in. What you doing in here? What you, I mean, what you, what you, what you looking for? And I was like, bro, like I have to send my mother something. Like, and he was going off. He's like, nah, nah, what you looking for? What you looking for? Like, I'll get it for you. What you looking for? And I was like, that's the fucking right. So this was, this was just when we was getting ready to go to Atlanta and um, <laughs> that was when the bitch started working on how surprised she was going to be. So you know, I was oh in here like, oh my god, what? Oh, oh my god! But then we none of that shit happened. None happened. of that shit happened. I was hot. <laughs> <laughs> I was tight. And then he happened to do it when we went to the karaoke party. I was completely taken off guard because you remember when he did it? I was like, right now? Like, right now? And he was like, yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. And he told me that night when we was going home, he was like, I knew you had found the ring when I saw you in the room. He said, I was going to propose to you with your mother there. 
in Atlanta, he said, but because I knew that you saw it, you was going to be expecting it. So I did it during the party. <laughs> And I was like, you motherfucker. He was like, yo, you hard to surprise because you always figure shit out. It's like, I can't help it. I promise you, one day I'm going to play this for Ed. And I'll be like, if you knew how much she obsessed to find out when this was going to happen and when it didn't happen when she expected it, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. <laughs> that nigga, and yo, that whole time, that nigga hated when I went in that room. Apparently he's he's just been moving to high in places because he had the ring for four months before he actually did it. Wow. And he was like, You was on to me, so I had to change up the plan. It's like, okay. So do you feel like women so this is the thing. Like at a certain age, like my age, mm. if I date you, not so saying this ain't no play play bullshit. Like I can sit here and date and fuck anybody. Mm-hmm. If I'm in a relationship with you, that's what I'm saying. We're trying to see what's good. I don't think I would put an expectation on marriage. And it was kind of like I was what I was saying. You know, it depends on what's discussed at the point where you guys are discussing expectations mm-hmm. or you know expectations, limitations, likes, dislikes, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, it depends on what's discussed. Like, and like I was saying, when I met Ed that first night, he was like, you know, like what, what you, what are you trying to do? And I was like, well, I'm dating to get married. And if you don't want that, let's just go on this date and then cut it off at that point. Or we could be friends because I was like, you know what? You actually really cool. And he was like, nah, like I want the same thing. And he was like, actually, I want to be able to marry someone within two years of me dating them because he was like at two he was like even at a year a man knows that they want to be with you but he was like you know a year you kind of still in that honeymoon period mm-hmm. bitch what the fuck are you smiling at <laughs> I'm listening to you you're not yes I am you just got a dick pic anyway <laughs> um, so he was like you know a year you're kind of still in the honeymoon phase you don't really know that person exactly just yet so he was like two years you kind of get into different things and you learn about a person bitch we gonna talk about this offline anyway <laughs> so that was the whole that was the whole the whole thing and me and Ed had kind of, we were kind of a little over two years at that point when he actually proposed but we had been we had been talking about it, I think six months prior. So we we already knew, okay, this is it. We don't wanna be with nobody else, we don't wanna go nowhere. So we both was like, yo, if this shit don't work out, we just gonna be homing it up because it that it is what it is. And I mean, I think the whole phase. The whole phase is important. I think the whole phase is very important. You need to build character. And if you decide to be promiscuous, get safe at the same time. Yes, God. Mm-hmm. Um, then it, hold it up. Like, I retweeted yo, this week. My ho- like, yo, my whole phases, yes, because I've gone through it's phases. Nothing, it's nothing wrong. It's nothing wrong. It builds character. It builds character, but then it also shows you what you want. And it also builds you in a way that you're like, okay, I know I like this and I know I don't like this. So these are my limits. And it's like what I'd be telling you. I mean, you have to 
This isn't about me. I'm not even going to go into okay. another Lonnie's Tired of Being Single show because I've had enough well, of the them at is, this point. The whole phase lets you know your limits at the current point you are in your at your life. And when I had my whole phase before Ed, I was comfortable being alone. I was like, okay, I can call me a nigga if I want some dick, but if not, I got plenty of toys here. Cool. So it was like when I had when I had him, it was like, okay, yes, I'm comfortable with you here because I want you here. I don't need you here. Mm-hmm. So it was like, yeah, dick is bomb, but if I got tired of his ass, all right, you can go. Like, I mean, now that we live together, it's kind of hard to do that. But um, mm-hmm. I just put his ass on the couch. But um, the whole phase is so, so, so important. It's just like, it's as important as eating. You, you kind of got to, you kind of just, just, just got to do it. Just got to do it. But that whole ultimatum shit. You can't because relationships are not one size fits all because everyone's different and the dynamics that they bring to their relationships are different. Mm-hmm. That's why I says I, I say it depends on what's discussed initially. Because then it was like I read in a, in a dating book. You know, take what people say when you're dating them at face value. Mm. So if the person says, I don't want to get married, I don't believe in marriage. And if you believe in marriage and you want marriage, time to cut split. it off. You know who did that? Now that I think about it, remember when Joan was um, engaged to Brock, but then he told her basically he doesn't want kids, mm-hmm. and she made the decision to end the end the engagement. Yep. And that same the thing. thing. Take it at face value. They don't say they don't. They don't vibe with something that you want. Time to split. And and see, a lot of people get hung up in, oh, I won't find anybody that'll want this and that, and I won't find. Nigga. Girl. Dick and pussy is plentiful upon the earth and you will find the next one. I am telling you, I swear I did I was not looking for Ed when I found him. I've gotten to, I can honestly say in my reparenting, I finally got into the point where I'm like, you know what? This forcing shit ain't helping. It's fine. Yes. And see the thing is, when you go through your whole phase, you're also kind of in your finding a relationship phase, too. I mean, and there's nothing wrong with that, but it's more so in my phase of reparenting, it's more so just stop looking for it. Just meet guys, vibe, and just do that. So y'all see how you attention to me right now. I don't always be saying shit. I've been saying it for a while. But be listening to me. Tina, Get over there before I hurt you. Listen here, right? Okay? I'm not doing this with you today. Because you don't be listening to me. I be telling you the same shit, but yet, when holistic psychologists on fucking Instagram say the shit, oh, it's the, it's the gospel. Like, okay. First don't listen all, to me. First of all, Aaliyah needs to stop her bullshit. I want to start there. She's just upset. I'm going to stab you in the eye with this pen. I wish the fuck you would. I wish the fuck you would. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Imagine somebody, sidebar, whispering that shit at the bar, like, like, fucking, wait, like, fucking violent threats.
somebody will probably get off to that shit. That's probably a kid. You should look that up. You could probably make money off of that. They get threats of ass Somebody will get off to that. I bet you, you is, there's a niche in Pornhub for that. Oh anyway. my God. <laughs> Shout out to Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm weak. Imagine. I'm pretty sure hey. some white man in Utah hey. will fucking get off to that and pay you. Imagine somebody giving black ass threats. I'll beat your motherfucking clothes. I'll put peanut butter in your tents. <laughs> Windshield, bitch. You gonna have to get a new windshield, bitch. <laughs> Why? Why are you like this? Why? I'm a piss in your Hennessy, bitch. <laughs> I hear I have two bottles of Hennessy. One is regular Hennessy. The other is apple juice. I, I'd probably do that shit there. But you know the crazy part is real drinkers. I put a post note on some. Do you want to play a game? <laughs> real drinkers, y'all know what we do. You sniffing the shit to find out if it is what it is anyway. Yep. Like if it's if it don't smell like Hennessy, it smells something sweet as fuck. That's apple juice, motherfucker. If you sniff something and it smell like a bunch of fucking cleaning solution, bitch, this is fine. So keep playing. But see, the thing is, if you smart, you know the dose to put in. Hello. Anyway. That's like, hey, he can't never give me nothing. Because he'd be like, why are you always sniffing shit? I'm like, yo, I, I got, I gotta smell it. I can't. I just, that's just me. But anyway, <laughs> as I was saying, the whole phase lets you know what you want. And it helps you pursue the mm. person that has that. Yes, God. And that's when that conversation happens. Like, yo, so, um... I'm thinking about you. Are you thinking about me? Like, what's the thing? And having that conversation is not something that you should be like, oh my God, I'm so scared to have it. I don't know what he's going to say or he or she is going to say or, you know, how they're going to look at me. Nigga, you got the fucking emotions. You fucking human. Get yourself on the page. And the thing is, you can't ask some shit if you're not ready to hear it. Mm-hmm. And like when me and Ed actually really got official, because mm-hmm. he had kind of did some bullshit. This was when we was kind of in that in that talking phase. But he was at my house that one day, and he actually left my house to go on a date. Oh God, I remember. But this then story. I guess the date was trash. He came back to my house, so I was like, all right. So he was what? He was with three other women, including me. But we were talking. We were all talking. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, yo, what are you going to do? Like, are you going to date? Or are you going to be, like, with me? Like, what? Girl, what's the tea? Let me know so I know what to do. And that's the and that's what, and see me, I'm kind of a, and you know me, I'm kind of a, I'm going to ask you to get it out the way in. I'm going to figure it out from there. And he seemed really caught off guard by it. I guess maybe because he never had a woman asking that question. But I was like, all right, so what what are you gonna do? Because you're not gonna run to the next bitch and then come back here and then think that shit won't be sweet. Like, what are you gonna do? And it was then that he was like, yo, like, 
that shit was trash. He was like, yo, I definitely want to be with you. He was like, I just wasn't sure what you wanted to do. And I was like, well, great conversation. We were together ever since. So, how hey, so how long was it that you two knew each other before you decided to just, you know, rock out with one another um, period? I think it was six months. That's actually a good time to date somebody before you Yeah, it was six months. And see, I found out that I was his girlfriend inadvertently, honestly. Um, because that time, Mask Off by Future was out. And that was my shit. And Trash he was like, yo, this is my girl shit. I was like, this your who? Your who, who, and your what, what? He was like, yo, this my girl shit. And I was like, who's your girl? He was like, you, nigga. You was singing the damn song. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay, um, all right, I'll shut up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then by then, it was six months. But see, the thing is, I think I really kind of knew that he wanted to be with me because I met all of his family at that by that point like mm-hmm. they were so comfortable with me like his dad and I were like we were like and mainly because we bonded because of the military mm-hmm. but I met all his family about it and his mother wanted him to marry a Spanish girl but I was like surprise bitch your daughter-in-law is gonna be black um yeah and that's we were we were together about well, we were talking about six months before we actually started dating. And he proposed, what, 2.3-ish years later? So, that whole phase, yo, that whole phase be getting you right. Listen, sometimes you girls, especially that, that have never dated before, never even had sex, I need y'all to understand something. Um, For you to sit here and be with a man... Let me tell y'all something. You got the hell with that. Thank you. Because that, that whole, oh, I'm a hold the pussy 90 days bullshit. Nigga, fuck that nigga. Fuck him, girl. Because if you don't, somebody else is going through it for you. Telling, yeah, he was like, yo, how did you know that you wanted to fuck me that, that night? I was like, nigga, I knew I wanted to fuck you as soon as I saw you. Like, Yeah, it was first night, but I was comfortable to be like, yo, if I don't see you again, I just don't see you again. Cool. Like, I'm weird. I, for me, uh, for me, it's more so I can know that I want to fuck you, but I might make you wait to the second date because I want to build the, in- the anticipation. Oh no, I just sometimes, I some and times, I say fuck that. I'm fucking you right now. But then there are people who talk themselves straight out of fucking sex anyway. Like I had this one guy. I was dating this one guy. <clears throat> had everything was good. He was um. Black and Chinese child. I listen. I had. I, I know that. Oh, I know that. He Continue. had muscles. He was tall. I wanted to climb that like a fucking tree. I think in low key and call me crazy. I think that is like literally one of the sexiest combinations as far as ethnicities ever. Like what I don't know what. Like I had an ex. That was black and ease as well. And when I say that, that nigga was fine. When I say not only was he fine, when I say I can literally say it, it was so good. But y'all hear the XL. Y'all hear the XL. <sighs> Jesus. You and I knew. You hear the thing is, I knew. 
he was packing some shit, right? So I was like, yo, <laughs> second date, it's a wrap. But then he talked himself dead out of fucking, he talked himself dead out of the pussy. We went to a restaurant. It was after work. I had got dressed and I already all that shit. Met him at, met him at the restaurant. Uh-huh. And he was a teacher, which, ooh, child. That uh, mine was a chef. Ooh, that baked my beans. But um, <laughs> so, but he was real. Like he all of a sudden turned into this uppity fucking asshole. So he's like, oh, but you gotta travel and you gotta do this. You in the military? Why you ain't travel? And I was like, I have a sick mother. Like I, and I'm going to school. Like I didn't. I'm not. That's not no, on my mind. That's not on my mind right now. And he's like, oh, but you got travel, and I went here, and I did this, and we did this for this bachelor, this bachelor party, and we did this, and we had fun, and da, da, da. And I was like, I was sitting there just like, all right, I'm about to eat this free dinner and call it a night. And there was a black woman. I'll never forget her face. She was sitting to where she could see my facial expressions. She was staring at me. Mm-hmm. And when I finally caught her eye, she was like this. She was, <laughs> she was shaking her head like, what's this? Girl, end this shit. Put yourself, and take yourself out of misery, girl. And we, and it was so funny. I had went to the bathroom and she had came in. She was like, just, she was like, don't do it. She said, I can see your face. Just don't do it. And I was like, you know, yo, and I swear, I swear, the the when the Lord wants to give you a message, he'll send it in the form of a black woman. But she was like, "Don't do it." She ain't no shit we was talking about. So I was like, "She's saying don't do it, nigga." When he was like, "Oh, like give me a hug. When am I gonna see you again?" Not anymore, sir. I'm done. And I got in my car and I left. Blocks is not in the car. <laughs> And I was like, I damn. And I was mad. I was like, damn. And I was like, yo, my nigga, you really could have gotten the pussy. Like, I was ready to open my legs in the fucking backseat of my fucking car because I was just ready to take it. Like, you talked yourself smooth out of the shit. And when I tell Ed the story, he cracks up laughing. He was like, yo, niggas just be, niggas just be talking themselves out of the pussy. Talking themselves out of the pussy. So I was like, you know, and me and Ed, we had a real simple ass date. But we, it was like the best date ever. I love those. Like, I'm still dying to go on like a date. Like, I'm weird. I love an adventurous date. Yeah. I don't, like, dinner's cute and all. But, bitch, you really want to win me over? You really want it? You really want to, you really want it on the first date? Bitch, either take me to a museum mm. or. Take me like Dave and Buster's, the racetrack, mini golfing. Take me somewhere but fun. See, what we did on our first date. I like, that's just what me. we did on our first date. He picked me up. <clears throat> he, yo, <laughs> I'll never forget this shit. And I always tell him, I was like, you look way cuter than your picture when I saw you that night. He was like, what? I was like, yeah, you looked way better. I was like, your picture did you no, de- no justice. So I was like, he had the fresh haircut, the lineup, his waves. Was, I was like, I'm fucking this nigga tonight. And it was when I had first saw him. I was like, I'm fucking him tonight. I don't give a shit. I don't even care. I'm 
<laughs> and he walked into his car and we got in. He opened the door and did all that bullshit. He don't do that shit now, but he of told him, get your ass in the car. But he opened the door and did all that shit. And then we went to play pool. And of course, I lost on purpose. <laughs> Cause I was like, and I, I bought out, I bought out my little red chick. Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Can you show me? Acting dumb as fuck. Can you show me how to hit the ball in the pocket? Like how you do that? Like I do it. Look, 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 look. You gotta play stupid. <laughs> when I do it, like the stick be going like upward. Like, and I was like, like and he was like, oh, you gotta do it. You gotta like, oh, you gotta do it like this. I was like, oh, that's it. Okay. So then he was like, I had went. I was trying to do what he was, what he was telling me. But then he had came behind me, mm. and bitch, I, I heard him smell me, and I was like, <laughs> bitch, Boy. my pussy was like, <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> so we played pool, and then he was like, yo, I'm hungry. I was like, yo, I'm hungry too. He was like, what you? He's like, I know you like steak and wings. I was like, yes, I do. We went to Fridays. It was on 22. Uh-huh. We went to Fridays on 22. And we was having a good ass time. But there was this dude that I sat next to. He was blasted. Mm. He was like, oh, y'all such a cute little couple. How long y'all been dating? Da, da, da. And I'm like, yo, why is he talking right now? Why are we trying to talk to this dude? So Ed stepped up and he was like, yo, my man, like, you know, we on our first date, like, you trying to, you know, get to know each other, like, can you just chill? So he was like, oh, my bad, my bad. He was like, oh, he got the sharp lineup. Look at that shit. Like, yo, he ready for the date. Oh, he is Yo, he was, I'm telling you, he He was blasted. So he was like, yo, look at my neck. He was white. And I was like, oh, oh my God. God. Oh, no. Oh, I no. was like, and it was another couple sitting next to us. So the dude was sitting next to Ed and the girl was on the out, on the outer um, part of him. I was like, please do not say nigga. And these two dudes hear you say that shit. Because I'm in between all of y'all and this is not going to end well. He sucked himself. So he was like, you know what? I'm happy. All y'all out on the date. I'm buying drinks for everybody right here. I was like, bruh. Like, and Ed was like, yo, shut up. Order what the fuck you want. Just order what you want. And I was like, I can't do that. Yo, this nigga slapped his fucking credit card on the table. He had a fucking Amex card. The gold one. I would like to have a lot of nice tea. Can I also have a yo, shot he was on the like, side? He was, like, he was like, gentlemen, order your ladies what they want. He was like, yo, order two drinks. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. Like, he's drunk. Like, we take him and he's like, no. Shut up. Shut up and order the shit. Yo, when he took Charles, like, shut up. What do you want? And I was like, give me two little guns. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> yep. He was like, yo, my girl right here wants two long islands, get her the big shit since he paying for it. And yo, <clears throat> he bought two fucking big ass fucking long islands, but that guy, they had to get that guy his car back after he swiped it. Because that shit was over $100 in drinks. But he swiped it. And he was and the dude was like, "Yo, I'm putting y'all drinks that y'all had just ordered on his car. Fuck it." So we had four drinks just sitting in front of us and shit. And <laughs> the dude left. 
And yo, we laughed. So I was like, yo, I want to. I was like, yo. I was like, I don't know what to feel about this. He was like, yo, it's okay. You just hit a lick. It's cool. But, and I was like, yo, I want to go dance. Like, I want to do something. I was like, you know, I'm having so much fun with you. Like, let's just do something. <coughs> he was talking about going to the city. I was like, nah, play. I ain't doing all that. <coughs> but then there was this pub off of 22. Yes, Blackthorn. Blackthorn. And it had a dance floor. I have never seen a pub with a fucking dance floor. They played everything. I told him how to dance bachata, all of that shit. We had a fucking ball. I fucked him that night. I was like, yep, first date, first day. Just met you. Don't give a fuck. Fuck you. He have been inseparable ever fucking since. Has he? Did he show restraint? What do you mean? Show restraint? The first night when you decided to fuck him. Nope. He was like, oh, you want to fuck? Oh, okay. Come on, let's go. I was like, he with it. Cool. <laughs> and the next morning I woke up. I was like, oh. So I was like, you know, it's cool if you don't want to fuck with me no more because I have said it to you already. He was like, nah. Like, he was like, you man, cool. We had fun. So I made him breakfast and he spent the whole week with me. Been inseparable ever since. Now we get married. So the whole phase works. Lonnie, I just like I said, I, my reparenting has worked in my favor because it's just like stop looking for this shit, like these niggas. And that's when it happens when you're not even expecting it. Like, I'm telling you, when you're not expecting it, I'm like these niggas, these motherfucking niggas are trash. And like okay. old boy who I was rooting for, <coughs> you know who I'm talking about. Who I was rooting for in the beginning. And he was a hobosexual. And I said hobosexual, which is defined as a nigga that just get in relationships because he need a place to live. I mean, he's not a bad person, but as far as dating He's not, wise, but the way that he went about the shit was the bad part. I, I just, I can't do it. I can't have fun. Nah. Chill there. Mm. Um, mm. Aaliyah huh? what is your mental uh, your mental health tip of the week you know this one has been on my mind you it has her. nothing to do with what you know we talked about today but yeah having expectations but then just letting things go off the flow and just have a whole stage <laughs> <laughs> that too but um you know how I um recently cut off my sister who was my maid of honor mm-hmm don't let family think that just because you're a family that they can disrespect you and talk to you any way that they want to. Come on, Jesus. You are... <coughs> <coughs> I'm assuming that most of y'all are adults lying with down the wrong pipe. That's what I'm calling. It's fine. Because, um, you know, I got to use my thoke tonight. You know. Anyway. <coughs> you... I'm assuming that a lot of y'all are adults. Mm-hmm. Got your own shit going for you, whatever. But even if you're not, yes, do not allow family to disrespect you. Period. Now, my sister, a lot of my siblings are older because I am the yeah. last of seven children on my father's side. My daddy was a whole. Love you, daddy. Um, so... 
My sister thinks that just because I'm the baby sister and the baby that she can talk to me like I'm the baby and the baby sister. And, and um, your girl has had enough. So, you know, <clears throat> I'm the... Lonnie can probably vouch for this. When you bring me a problem, I'm going to help you find a solution. Mm-hmm. I'm the friend that will listen to you when you when you need me, but we're going to talk about some solutions. So, my sister cried, oh, I'm not going to, I'm not where I want to be at 40. I had kids the past 10 years mm-hmm. and blah, 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 blah. You had a very good job as a CO. You quit. Um, your husband wants you to stay at work, stay at home because he doesn't want you to work. That's fine as well, because I'm trying to get Ed to have me do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Um, but of course he won't let me because he's like, nigga, you got degrees, you're going to work. Um, but yet when I say, okay, well, your kids are in school all day. All day. You're at home all day. All day. You were supposed to be the travel agent to be to make the arrangements for my wedding because you are at home all day. I paid for you to take this course so that way you can make yourself some money booking trips for people. Hello. And you could have started by booking my wedding. Now, you got angry and upset when I asked you questions. But yet. You weren't doing the required courses. Oh, I'm so busy. How? Your children are in school. All day. All day. Nigga, you don't wake up till the time I go to lunch at one o'clock. Nigga, half my day is already done. So, going back to that. Don't let people disrespect you just because they feel that they have some power over you to infantilize you. And just if you cut, if you cut strangers off for the same infractions, your family should not be the difference. Mm hmm. So, and it's like I told her when I cut off, I was like, I don't even let strangers talk to me like that. I, I read me a stranger from cover to cover about the shit that you say to me, but yet I'm supposed to just chill because you my family? Nah, we're not doing that. My mental health tip is health tip. a little, um, it's going to sting this week. Ooh, I like when it stings. Come on, come um, on with it. It was something I actually posted online. Um, and <coughs> On which one? Twitter? Facebook? On Instagram. Instagram. And I'm going to say it here now. Um, my mental health tip of the week is, and something I had to learn and practice what I preach, it's the following. Stop repeating the cycle. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, sometimes in life, God is giving you the same in the story and the same situation on purpose because y'all need to hear it. Stop 
reheating the cycle. Stop letting him back in. Stop telling him that you love him. Stop making him believe mm. that things are going to change. Stop repeating the cycle. Sometimes this is a test for you to change your behavior. Stop repeating the cycle. Reparent yourself. Have willpower. Say no. And the thing is, Somebody told me this. They were like, you know, God doesn't give you anything more than you can handle, but he puts you in the same situations so you can learn a lesson. Mm. So you can learn to let go. So God lets you keep going through shit to hurt you enough so you learn your fucking lesson. And I never thought about that until I was with my ex who stole from me, who gaslighted me, who cheated on me, all of that shit. I held on. Seven fucking months. And I don't know why. Something this I helped this nigga pay his bills. I helped him pay his rent. Nigga, I went broke. I was stupid. It's fine. We all are stupid sometimes. I went broke to where I couldn't even pay my own bills. And somebody said that. They was like, so when you want to learn your lesson? And they was like, you know what? You keep holding on. God will keep making you keep putting you through these situations. That's going to hurt you. Because you need to learn your fucking lesson. I promise you, one of the easiest lessons you can learn is by ending the cycle. Sometimes that one person you hold on to that you know hurts you, that know did fuck shit to you, but you still allow them in your life. Sometimes God is continuously sending them back to you so you can learn your lesson when you want to learn it. And you know who? I think we 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 know who we who we channel. We see each other. We see each other. And even that, when your friends. Say that they ain't right. Something don't sit right in their spirit when they meet your significant other. Believe them. Hello? Because your friends know you better than that nigga or that bitch that you with. Because trust me, if Lonnie said Ed Ed, Ed ain't it, I would be side-eyeing them. Because you know, our mothers know. And if mama said he ain't it, I'm sorry, baby. You got to go. I knew that he was it after the Millennium Tour. You knew he was it after the Millennium Tour? I knew he was it. Why? When he got on my nerves and he didn't answer his fucking phone? And you sat there, caught yourself going off on him, and you sat there, played pet after he even looked at you. <laughs> you just shut the fuck up. I'm like, if all of my time I've known you, I've never seen you just you never shut, seen the fuck me shut up. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is it. Mm-mm, this is it right here. Because she shut up. She ain't say nothing else. She ain't even getting that no more. <laughs> he just shut her right up. I will never forget that. I'm like, Aaliyah got shut up. <laughs> that one tried my pick. Yo, we need to find another concert. I'm trying to go to the throwback con- the throwback concert. One for immature girl. You ain't trying to go. I'm gonna have to find. But who in it? It's immature. It's Ray J. It's day twenty six, and I forget who else. <gasps> day twenty six. Look now, you're interested. Now you're interested. See, but see, the thing is, you gotta let me know because you know this this wedding coming up, and you know I got to get my coin because you know I gotta pay my mother for this dress. I'm trying to see. Um, hold on, I'm going to take a We're going to talk about that offline because, you know, we, we can't hold the people. 
Just fucking, just fucking watch me. We can hold people. Watch me. They love us. They're here. I'm hoping y'all missed me because I really missed y'all because I'd be texting a lot and be like, how are the hoes? Oh my god, they're having one November 2nd at um, Hulu Theater at Master Square Garden at 8 o'clock. How, How much are the tickets? I'm looking right now, bitch. Anyway. Y'all should, oh my god, if we, we go. We don't, we're not trying to keep y'all. Well, I mean, I'm trying to be considerate of y'all Sunday time. Because, you know. Bitch, they got the third section of Master Square Garden. They have it set for $60 a ticket. I'm trying to see section 200 real quick. So, if we did this right now. Ooh. Section two was only a hundred dollars. What section two? Section two is like right below the floor. We gonna talk about this. We 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 we, we gonna talk about this. But anyway, all right, come on, come on, come on. We gotta get we gotta get into the show. Oh Honey. Okay, we're done. Thank you guys so much for listening to us. We love y'all. Hashtag booked and blessed. Hashtag OG shit. I gotta go. I'll see y'all next week. Peace out. And once again... Love y'all. I miss you guys. And once again, happy birthday to Marlon. Happy birthday, boo-boo. And we'll see y'all next week. Peace out.